on today's Feral Little Woman podcast. Why not clean your vagina and your hardwood floors at the same time? Nobody wants to smell like low tide in the summer on the Jersey Shore. Honey, if you don't like the smell of the flowers, stay the f*** out of the garden. And now, here's your host, Alice Pauser. Hi, this is Alice Pauser, and welcome to the Feral Little Woman podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about the history of feminine hygiene products in America, or as I like to call it, Twattery 101. I'm going to be going over some things that I found very interesting and shocking and horrible, but funny, that have happened to the feminine hygiene product uh, line since, oh my gosh, the 1800s. Did you know that the douche was actually invented in the late 1800s by a French, French doctor, a supposed obstetrician? And I thought, well, if, if I were looking at that all day long, I probably would want to make some improvements too. But then I thought, I don't know actually what propelled this man into inventing this product or the mechanism to have this product work. I can't imagine what his poor wife was going through while he was developing and inventing the douche for women all over France. And when he would yell from his office, Bernice, come into my office and bring a towel. I mean, that poor woman, I just cannot believe the things that I found out when I was doing research on this. Did you know that Lysol disinfectant was used as a douche in the 1950s? I mean, this is a product that guaranteed you to be killing off 99% of the germs in your household. So I, when I thought about it, I thought, well, that makes sense because why not clean your vagina and your hardwood floors at the same time? Just seemed like a time-saving mechanism for me. And then... 50 years ago, the Fleet's Enema people got into the douche line, as I like to call it. And they started out with making enemas, and now they're making douche. So I was thinking to myself, these people, they're just having a fetish for poking stuff in people's holes. And my second thought to that was, thank God they weren't in the nasal spray business, because if they ever confused those products, God only knows what would have happened to us. I, I just can't believe that Fleet's Corporation had their douches in a line named Summer's Eve. A Summer's Eve ad in the August 2010 issue of Woman's Day magazine featured eight steps a woman should take before asking for a raise. And the first one was to use the Summer's Eve Feminine Wash and to also bring some towelettes with them to make sure that they were fresh later on when they got to the office. Why would they need to do that? What kind of job requirement was that to have in 2010 that you needed to use a feminine hygiene product before you actually asked for a raise or even applied for a job. I just want to read you the quote that came from the Fleets Corporation, trying to backtrack on this after the magazine was actually out in circulation. We are taking immediate next steps to remove the ad from circulation. 
We want you to know that Fleet Laboratories and Summer's Eve brand have the utmost respect for women. While we understand how some may come to an alternate conclusion regarding our recent ad, that was never our intention. Fuck you. They just came up with the weirdest names for their products. They had Summer's Eve, Glacial Drumlin, when in fact it should have been called Baby Exit or Oakwilt. Call it what it is, people. Call it what it is. And when they came up with the Ocean Breeze one, I thought nobody wants to smell like low tide in the summer on the Jersey Shore. Who wants to smell like that? And who comes up with these names for these products? It's, I, I just, it just boggles my mind. I have to say that um, the most fascinating part of my research on uh, the history of feminine hygiene products came when I googled the Smithsonian American Women's History Museum, who has an entire web page dedicated to the history of women's feminine hygiene in the early days of America. And I have to tell you, I was just horrified and then laughed and then was horrified again. But who knew? I mean, my God. And also, I was a little disconcerted to find out that all of the products, except for a few, were created by men. So, and you know what I was thinking when I, I heard that? I thought, honey, if you don't like the smell of the flowers, stay the fuck out of the garden. What right does somebody have to tell you um, that you're not attractive because of the way you smell? I, I'm just, I could get on a rant here, but I just can't. Some of the things I found out uh, were that uh, tampons were made antiseptic. So that means that... Uh, According to research, they were dipped in an antiseptic fluid for women to use and to insert vaginally. So I can't even imagine how that went. I, it, it must have been a horrific experience. But my favorite, my favorite thing is when I saw that there were sanitary napkins made out of sphagnum moss. I always thought sphagnum moss was used for lining floral baskets in greenhouses. So I was very confused about this. But they, they took this dried sphagnum moss and they wrapped it in a cotton gauze-like material and then adhered it with some type of like safety pin. And so you went around with that in your pants. And God only knows what could have happened. First of all, the pin could have popped open. Second, what if there were bugs in it? I, all of these thoughts kept coming into my mind. And then I thought to myself again, who comes up with this stuff? Who comes up with this stuff? Well, it was probably some old guy working in a greenhouse that didn't have anything better to do. And uh, it was they even had a special name for it. It was called a Svagnakin instead of a napkin. And if you don't believe me, just Google it. It is a real thing. And poor women at the turn of the century were walking around with sphagnum moss in their crotches. I just don't know how that is even possible. 
And it's not just talking about uh, feminine hygiene products. Who thought the ones up for vaginal dryness? If I'm with a man that I'm finding less than interesting, I could give White Sands New Mexico a run for its money. And there isn't a product on the earth that'll correct that. There are so many weird businesses out there uh, for women's feminine hygiene concerns. And one of them is a business that will come to your house and steam your vagina. There's actual portable on the road vaginal steamers. And my first thought was, oh my God, does Stanley Steamer have a side hustle here? And to be more efficient, can they steam broccoli while they're at it too? Because I, I, I want to get my money's worth if you're going to do that. Just don't come to my home for my vagina. Do other things as well. I often wonder why there aren't more ads for men's hygiene and especially men's genital hygiene ads other than these body washes that they come up with. You can't count on Old Spice because that shit, if you wear enough of it, will cause a person to kill you in your sleep. I just don't want anybody near me that smells like they're greasing a train with diesel. I'm sorry, that's that's how I, I feel about it. Uh, why isn't there an ad that says, is your dick dry and flaky? Come on down to Ace Hardware where we've got 30 grade sandpaper in aisle five and we'll throw in the orbital sander for you as our bonus gift. We didn't get our name. Ace is the place for the helpful hardware man for nothing. You've been listening to the Feral Little Woman podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave us reviews. You can follow me, Alice Pauser, on social media at Feral Little Woman and please don't call my fucking house. You've been listening to the Feral Little Woman podcast with Alice Pauser. Follow the Feral Little Woman podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Feral Little Woman. And make sure to follow the Artemis Bone Network on Instagram at Artemis Bone Network. <laughs>